welcome to this week's episode of Compound Your Knowledge. This week we have one paper, uh, so it'll be a short episode for the short week. The paper was a summary from Tommy Johnson, where she summarized a paper from Cliff Asnes and others at AQR. Cliff titled his paper, Buyback Derangement Syndrome. So, clever title and a very popular topic on financial Twitter. Uh, Jack actually wrote his own paper about buybacks. Um, In the paper, Cliff looked at four myths related to buybacks that are popular in the financial press. We'll go through each one of them one by one, and Jack, you can give us what AQR found. So myth one, they, they looked into in the paper. Companies are self-liquidating using share repurchases at a historically high rate. Is that a myth? Yeah. So these are all going to be myths, right? So, you know, a self-liquidating would be, you know, if you just keep or using your cash to buy back the shares and therefore, you know, there's no shares left, right? And they're liquidating the company, right? So one thing that is noted is it's a very high rate. So if you look just historically at the total amount of share repurchases on a dollar amount or a share amount on a dollar amount, right? It's at the highest level ever, right? But that makes sense because markets have grown over time. So you need to then scale that by some sort of reasonable thing. So one thing to scale share buyback dollar amount by would be just be market cap, right? And when you do this, you see that share buybacks are at kind of reasonable levels, at least historically, right? So then secondarily, you know, about the, how are they receiving the capital to do this? What they actually find is that the uh, net capital issuance, right? So share buybacks are one thing. You can affect the cap, like from a firm structure, you can have debt or equity, right? And so you can buy back equity, but you can do that by raising debt, right? So what they find is actually over the past, you know, since the uh, global financial crisis, on on average, firms have basically been issuing debt to buy back shares, Mm -hmm. right? So net capital issuance for the firms actually been positive. Um, And that's just a fact of, you know, firms are deciding that they might want to shift their capital structure, which can change, you know, we're in a low interest rate environment. So maybe that's a reason, you know, uh, CFOs and CEOs of companies are choosing that route. Right. Because um, that then leads us into myth number two. Share Myth number two is share per- repurchases have come at the expense of profitable investment. Is that a myth? Yeah. So, you know, first off, you know, if you're just basically running a company, mm. if you have a profitable investment, most likely a CEO is going to take it. But if we look just at investment at the firm level, based on you know past 30 years worth of data, we see that firm investment is actually at the highest level it's ever been, right? Mm-hmm. And if we scale this once again to make it to account for the fact that markets have gone up, so even if we scale it, we see that it's at like a normal about kind of where it was over the past 30 years. Right. So firms are still making investments. Uh, it's not like they are only buying back shares and not investing. Right. And just what you're saying, just just intuitively thinking about it, if you were running a business and somebody showed you, hey, I can give you this 50% investment return opportunity, you're going to be like, okay, 
right? So it just intuitively, it, it doesn't make sense. Why would you avoid profitable investments? So. Yeah, well, if your cost of capital is 5% yeah. and the investment is yielding 10%, yeah. anyone well, should generally make that investment. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, myth number three, the recent run-up in prices is the result of share repurchases. It's AKA, so are you know, are these companies buying their own stocks and driving up their prices? Yeah, so I mean, looking at the returns, I think they were looking from like 09 to 13, you know, on average over that five-year period. Uh, you know, the, the Russell 3000, which is the universe they were looking at, was up around like 15% annualized, right? Mm -hmm. And most research uh, that they cite, you know, basically shows that when firms announce share buyback or share repurchase programs, there's usually a 1% to 2% uh, increase in stock price. So, you know, if we're talking about, you know, 15% annualized returns, yet we know that buyback announcements only account for one to 2%, that's not even, you know, that's maybe 10% of the total overall returns. Yeah. So it's pretty clear that share buybacks are not the only thing driving returns. Right. Uh, and then myth four, Companies that repurchase shares do so only to increase earnings per share and thereby price. Yeah, so they actually find no relationship right. between repurchasing and EPS growth. Mm -hmm. And actually, an interesting thing is uh, <clears throat> over the time period, like the 90s to mid 2010s, they find that firms that do not repurchase shares actually have a higher earnings per share growth rate, mm. right? So actually counter, it's actually the opposite of what you would expect, right? Mm. So the story generally is uh, managers are buying back shares to increase EPS, but what they find is actually firms over the full sample that don't buy back shares actually have higher growth rates of earnings per share. Right. Cause that, and that is always a concern, right? If, if, if CEOs or whatever incentivize just on their firm's earnings per share, are they manipulating the earnings to-, to And they actually touch on this in the paper about some potential concerns, right? So, you know, one thing they talk about is a concern would be that CEOs who are incentivized mm. and basically their options or their, you know, incentive programs are based on earnings per share, they actually may have incentives to do that. But, you know, that's really more contingent upon the board of, or the shareholder base to say, hey, let's alter the you know, the CEO's comp structure right. to account for this fact, right. right? So they actually do cite that there can be some, it's not like buybacks are perfect, right? right, right. They cite some concerns with that being one regarding CEO comp, but there's easy ways to just contract around that. Right, and that's to the point, you, you, you can always find an example of something happening, there's always outliers, but that doesn't mean on the market as a whole that this is driving these changes, which is you know, kind of what, what the buyback hysteria is about, that the whole market is being distorted. Um, but yeah, maybe there is one company out there that, that a CEO is trying to boost their earnings per share. That doesn't mean the whole market's doing it. Um, okay, so to summarize, companies are self-liquidating using share repurchases at a historically high rate. That was myth number one and um, they're not. Myth number two, share repurchases have come at the expense of profitable investment. As Jack described, they're, uh, they're not avoiding profitable investments. Myth number three, the recent run-up in prices is the result of share repurchases. 
not true. Um, and then myth number four, companies that repurchase shares do so only to increase earnings per share and thereby price, which we just debunked. Jack, anything else you would add, generally speaking, buybacks, whatever? No, I mean, I think buybacks are generally a decent way for uh, firms to uh, give capital back to the shareholder base, right? Different than dividends. There's some negatives potentially around it, but I think I'd rather have firms and boards just contract around that as opposed to people with a blanket, hey, let's ban buybacks. Right, right. All right. Everything in life has trade-offs. So that's all we've got for this week. We'll see you guys next week. The views expressed in this recording are the personal views of the participants as of the date indicated and do not necessarily reflect the views of Alpha Architect itself. Nothing contained in this recording constitutes investment, legal, tax, or other advice and should not be viewed as a current or past recommendation or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any securities or to adopt any investment strategy. The information in this recording is based on current market conditions which will fluctuate and may be superseded by subsequent market events or for other reasons. Alpha Architect does not resume any duty to update forward-looking statements. The information in this recording has been developed internally and or obtained from sources believed to be reliable. However, no representation or warranty, expressed or implied, is made or given by or on behalf of Alpha Architect as to the accuracy and completeness or fairness of the information contained in this recording. Any liability as a result of this recording, including direct, indirect, special, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. Copyright 2018, Alpha Architect LLC, all rights reserved.